What is the biggest problem affecting your PDR Welcome business? Welcome back to the what PDR the Coach Podcast. Back Today on the podcast, what do I have you need a guest to change to get the on business his show you want. probably a year ago All these now, questions and I said probably something it's like, hey, you should come on my show. My and then, uh, you know, a year goes by and I'm blinking your eye here we are. But I am focusing on shops. I want to hear more from shop owners. I want to hear more from people who have multiple services inside of a shop. And one of the people I know of that's crushing the game of that is also another podcaster, um, shop owner, 20-year business, PDR business owner. Welcome to the show, Ryan Shutt. What's going on, Corey? How are What's you? going on, brother? I'm doing good. Currently sitting in the lobby of a hotel in northern Washington, um, being trained for Restore FX. So a little bit of a different setup today, but making it happen anyways. <laughs> And if you guys could see him, he's sitting in the most epic chair. It's gosh, dang it, it. Like it's from Beetlejuice or, or, or something like that. It's the craziest chair ever. So, so let, let's do this. I'll, uh, uh, I'll uh, put it on my stories right now. <laughs> Here we go. So this is the chair that I'm in recording the podcast with Ryan in the lobby. Look at that. The full spin. I'll do it later. Maybe a boomerang. <laughs> it's a Beetlejuice chair. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anyways, yeah, it's pretty funny. It, it, it makes for a, it makes for a good uh, good visual. Got my little fireplace right there. Anyways, um, thanks for coming on, Ryan. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm gonna start the podcast like I can do every every show because I'm curious of your situation. How did you find this weird little niche that we're in? This PDR niche. It's a pretty crazy story. So, uh, I was a manager, an inventory manager at Carmax in Laurel, Maryland, which was the largest like used car place in the world because it's a huge hub for them so i'm an inventory manager there i see these guys running around and i'm like what are they doing and i'm like i watched them for a couple months and i was like what are they doing oh they're the dent guys and i'm like dent guys what is oh they fix dents without painting them and i'm like what is this so one day my my good friend dave rolls in he's like what's up ryan what's going on dave johnson from dent wizard yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, man, let me tell you, we are making so much money. And this was <laughs> 99 or 2000. Yeah. And he's like, we are making so much money because they were the only game in town back then. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they were it. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, bro, I'm telling you right now. And I grew up with Dave. Uh, we hung out when we were kids and lost contact. And that was kind of like we, we kind of got hooked back up. And he's like, you ever want a job? Let me know. And I was making really good money with CarMax, really good money, um, young kid. And I was like, watched them for a couple more months. And I was like, man, this is, this looks awesome. You know what? I'm going to take a chance. Let me take this leap. Fast forward. I work for them, uh, like two and a half years and they signed them. Yeah. They yeah. signed a national CarMax account. I yeah. end up back in CarMax as their dent guy because I knew all the management. I knew all their yeah. systems and we crushed it. Yeah. Um, you're, you're probably getting paid um, per car at the time, right? Not an hourly yeah. wage. Yeah. 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 Um, so you were just like, yeah. So like I that. worked for them for seven years, seven and a half years. Mm -hmm. uh, left them because of some management changes and the business was changing. Sure. Um, and I sat at home for like three and a half months because I was like, I really love this trade. I'm really good at it. I was still living at home because I was a kid. And, you know, I remember the day that I quit Dent Wizard, I call my mom and I'm like, hey, I, I just quit my job. Can you come pick me up? No problem. She comes up, picks me up. And we're talking and, and I'm like, I love this, but I'm terrified to get sued. They've got a non-compete. I'm scared. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't. So I sat at home and I went back and forth with my mom and she's like, Ryan, you're 20 some years old. You don't own a house. You don't have kids. What do you have to lose? Yeah. What like, are they going to sue you for? <laughs> okay. Let's do this. So yeah. a guy reached out, Jerry Hurd, um, reached out and was like, Hey, he was in Pennsylvania. And he said, Hey, you know, would you would come work for me? We'll work out the logistics. So we work out the logistics. I actually fly to California, see Brian Jump from SAI, SAI or yeah. SAI, yeah, Newport Beach, and uh, got recertified 
not, you know, obviously not the dent was their techniques. Um, left there, worked for a year and eight months because dent was their contract is you can't push for two years after yeah. you quit. Never touched an account, worked in Pennsylvania, and they sued me for a million and a half. Really? So I get this humongous wow. stack in the mail. Well, actually, let me back up a little bit. The day before I got served papers, Jerry calls me and says, Ryan, I need you to meet me. I'm like, okay. So I meet him and he goes, this isn't working out. I need you to clean up the truck. I'm letting you go. So I'm back again. And I'm like, Hey mom, uh, I just got fired. Can you, um, come pick me up? She's like, yeah. So, you know, I'm calling my mommy to come pick me up all these times. So the very next day I got served papers. So Dent Wizard went to him and said, Hey, if you don't, if you don't let him go, you know, we're going to sue you. We're too. serving he didn't you. Want to get sued. Yeah. 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 So I get the paperwork and I'm terrified. I'm 20 some years old. And I'm like, yeah, what am I going to do? It's a million and a half. So for once in my life, I did everything correct. Um, I found a lawyer in Missouri that had an office here in DC and he was fantastic. He was a litigation lawyer that worked with Kraft cheese uh, Nestle, all these big corporate companies. And he's like, I'm going to take your case on for fun. That's a fortune 500 company and let's have at it. And I was like, fun, this is my livelihood. Yeah. Um, so during that process, I worked in some body shop stuff cause they put a, a cease and assist to me. So I had to apply with that while we were in litigation. Um, it was about a year and I got in the body shop stuff. And then I also worked for a friend of mine that owned a scanning company that kind of scanned and clear codes. Well, the body shop end learned, I learned the body shop product, the job. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I built relationships, which I'm extremely good with, with the insurance companies. That's so I got awesome. in with those. When I left the body shop, my good friend started the scan company was like, Hey, I could use your help. You can push dents on the side, whatever you got to do. I'll pay you this much. Mm. I just need your help. So what that did was it got me in with the body shops. So he was directly in with the body shops. I built those relationships off of his back. And when I decided to open up RPS, I already had the relationships. Yeah. Dude. So it was like, like an easy transition, That's, right? Yeah. Right. You in. had like you had the dent repair training. You had some body work knowledge lingo. You've been you've worked yep. there. You've got the scanning body shop relationships. Yeah, like I know it was a crazy time. You wouldn't go back and change anything uh, because th- that made your business probably pretty successful going through that journey. So that's pretty that's it, pretty interesting. It, it, it you know what? It, yeah, a lot of people. It took me a year and seven thousand bucks, and I beat Dent Wizard. A little guy from Baltimore, Maryland, beat a yeah. big ass company. Yeah. It's because I did everything correctly, you know, yeah. um, recertified. There's a lot of steps you have to take to be yeah. straight and narrow and, and handle it. And, I, and the good thing with me is like Dave O that works for Dentless Touch. Yeah. How me and him met, he reached out to me and said, hey, can you give me some guidance in how you handled the situation? Because he's an old Dentlizer guy. Yeah. Um, so a lot of guys reach out to me and say, Hey, can you kind of direct me in the right direction or what we need to do? Um, you know, it, it's, it's an unfortunate situation. Cause I, I would still, I loved working for that company. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, I look at all the bad situations I was in and it was an amazing growing yeah. time for me. Cause I learned yeah. that side, you know, when you're hiring guys, sure. you need to protect yourself. Yeah. I get it. Um, and then we're off, man. We were, I was mobile. Yeah. When, so when, yeah, when did you, when did you start? At, so you learned the trade, let's say 90 or 2000, easy math. When did you start RPS? Nine, 10, 10 years ago, 11 years ago. Yeah. yeah. So it's like 10, 11 year journey of like Dent Wizard in and out, like yes. recertification, doing other jobs, getting sued getting yeah. fired, like all those things that 10 year 10 year time frame that's a pretty crazy story and it was great because um, you look at all the crappy things in your life anything yeah. right anybody's crappy situation you're like man this is terrible I, I i i can't believe this has happened to me and i look back and say each one of those situations 
put me in the situation I'm in now. Yeah. Every single one of them. Yeah. And you can always, you know, I, I think one of my, I guess, mentors um, who I get coached from on a weekly out of his, out of his coaching group, Ed Milet, says that things happen for you and not to you. Sometimes it's really hard to see that. Sometimes it takes many years later to look back and see that. But what, I tr- what, what I've been trying to do is really just like trying to see that quickly instead of waiting. Sometimes it's weird because like you get a weird perspective on life um, later down the road and be like, I see why it happened that way because now I see where I am. And so yeah. um, can you, how quickly can you do that? Does it, does it have to be three, four years later? Or can you, can you really kind of wrap your head around like, okay, there's going to be some good things that come from this. If you get fired from a job, if you lose a big account, what does it open up for you time-wise to do? Like if you, can you have that perspective of like, um, something's going to, something good is going to come out of this. Um, and I'll figure it out later. But for now, I know, I know that something good will come out of that. So, but you don't think that's about how that. I'm trying to see the road. You know what I mean? I'm it's very you, difficult. You should. Yes, it is difficult. It is very, very yes. difficult. Um, but if you can get good at it, like as, as everybody listens, knows my dad, just, my dad just passed away. Yeah. Um, you know, it was five days of, of, of being a mess for sure. Um, but then now I'm trying to figure out and I have been for weeks, like wh- what's, where's the, where are the good things that are going to come of this? You know, yeah. where, the, how is the world going to change? How is my life going to change? my relationship with my siblings or my, or my, my mom or whatever, like what's going to, what, what things can be perceived for better. And it may be people, some people honestly have told me it's too early to think that, but I don't think it's true. I, I think, think I think if you get perception fi- right away, yeah. like how yeah. you, yeah. how you were, you get to a point to where you've been through these situations and you have yeah, tough situations. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. learn how to think on the fly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Anyway, anyways, that's, that's a great story. You open up, um, RPS 2011. Um, and right now, again, we're getting to the shop. Obviously right now is a great yes. shop. Um, you didn't start with the shop though. No, I actually yeah, started, started with a friend of mine owned a body shop and yeah. he's like, I always had this vision before then. I always said, I want a large shop. I want to do, I want to be the guy. That's what I want to be is the guy in town Yeah, yeah. that is good at a lot of really good things. Um, so a friend of mine invited me in, said, look, here's keys. You can use my shop anytime you want. Listen on Google, whatever you got to do. That's all. Um, I worked a lot of weekends, a lot of nights, and I pretty much set it up to where I would pay commission to the girls up front to write estimates for the dent repairs. <laughs> Customers would come in off Google um, and whatever they sold, I, I gave them a commission. And it worked really well for a lot of years. Um, he had two locations. I opened up a second satellite location, um, worked really well. Then I had two more shop owners that I'm really good at building relationships. And I have a lot of really good shop owners and opened up two more satellite locations on different sides of the town. So when you looked on Google, it looked like I had four <laughs> locations and I was just giving them a little bit of kickback here and there. Like if they yeah. had something in-house, I would fix it for free. And it worked great yeah. for a lot of years. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't change, change the rules. <laughs> it, it wasn't my dream. You know what I mean? This was yeah. my dream. Um, so fast forwarding, still doing mobile, still doing the shop stuff. Um, COVID hits, uh, you know, I closed my business down for seven and a half weeks, probably one of the toughest things I've ever done. Um, but I'll be honest with you, the, the last two and a half years, three years, it's focused me more than ever. It pretty much sat back and said, you need to do this now. And if you don't, you may never do it. Um, so I, I got a chance, the body shop that I was renting, he sold to a big company. So I was out of there anyway. And this space came available that was connected to a chemical guy's building which is the detail garage, huge yeah. traffic, cleaning cars. The guy that opened it right was, a, was a friend of mine. Um, so he said, you know, hey, there's a spot down here on the side of the building. If you're interested, it's yours. So the landlord called me. I went and looked at it. Yeah, I'll take it. Um, really set that up for COVID originally to where it was a drop off and pickup to where I never had to see him. Yeah, we would FaceTime yeah. them with the damage, look over the damage. 
They were happy to pay the credit card over the phone, put a code in, pull their key out, be gone. That's awesome. Um, then I kept thinking that shop did really well. Um, we really. So you opened that shop in 2020. Yeah. All yep. the other times you were you were working, just working out of body shops and yep. other really yep. okay. I and I was that. running the body shop stuff like it was my retail shop, so I would have signage out front. Sure, sure, signage. Yeah. But it wasn't yours. Have, it wasn't like yeah. I had um, signs inside and literally used their waiting rooms and conference rooms yeah. and like it was mine. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, and it worked great. And when you were, and you were servicing a lot of body shops, mobile, yes. mobile, yes. um, and you shut down in yeah March, March, April, 2020, um, and just rethought about, rethought the whole thing and when came I back, came down. back into, okay. came back to work and got the shop right when you came back, essentially when you just reopened about. quote unquote. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 It was like a month after we reopened, the space came available yeah. and I was like, I'll take it. Let's do this. Yeah. Um, and it, it just, that's another thing. You look at it as, man, the body shop I've been using for, for all these years yeah. is closing. Yeah. yeah. I can't work there anymore. I what am I going to do? Yeah. Boom. Next month, yeah. this space came available. It's a great location. It's close to where I was. Let's do it. And it exploded. Yeah. My walk-in traffic at that location right now, five to 10 people a day. Shit, physically walk in yeah um yeah that's awesome but a really crappy thing you look at here's another thing we're going to go back to of bad things happening i'm growing that location i get on the phone with google and i said hey i want to transfer my 250 reviews from yeah my body shop location to my new location he's like okay no problem and i said look dude this is my life like this means a lot to me yeah no problem vanished hired a guy that specializes in at physically worked at google and specialized in google my business and he's like i've never seen some shit like this and only way it would show up would if you put my physical shop name in if you googled it it would never show up um i had i don't know probably 30 to 50 phone calls to google a million emails. Nobody could help me. They just kept telling me it was an algorithm. So I opened up this new location and my Google wasn't there. Yeah. And, and no GMB, Google My Business, no 250 reviews. It's like your whole business is start. You just shut down for seven and a half months yes. because, you know, COVID, COVID was a real, a real thing in your life. Yeah. Um, it was close. Um, let's say. And a lot of you guys, like my wife's involved with, yeah. with, uh, you know, uh, what was going on in the world. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, she worked closely with those decisions. Yeah. So whether, whether, whether you wanted to shut down or not, it was kind of, you kind of had to, had to. yeah, I yeah. guess. Yeah. More, more so than the rest of the people across the country had to, maybe, maybe you could have said I was quote unquote supposed to shut down too, but like no one was, no one was knocking. No exactly. one knew. <laughs> I just exactly. kept doing mobile service. It was fine. So anyways, yeah, you, you just shut down for seven and a half months. You like seven and a half weeks. Lost your seven and a half weeks, excuse me. Yeah. Seven months. I'd be working. Seven and a half you. weeks. <laughs> you, you um lose the shop that you've had. And you're like, okay, it's cool. I'm gonna get another shop. I'll just transfer all my Google my business and you lose that too. You lose all and I was huge. And yeah. The seven and a half weeks that I sat at home, I YouTube university myself yeah. how to really optimize Google My Business. I spent so much time. If you go back to my podcast, I talk so much about Google My Business. Every week I yeah. gave one yeah. tip on work on this, work on this, geotagging this, do this. Yeah. And it was gone. I know. Um, that's so terrible, dude. But what yeah. it did on the learning end, we're going back to the positives. On, yeah, on yeah. the learning end. Yeah. Where's the perspective? <laughs> we were busy, slam busy yeah. at the shop. Um so what that did was it taught me internally, Google isn't everything. Yeah. Word yeah. of mouth, referrals, doing yeah. a good job for a lot of years paid off. Um, yeah, for sure. That's awesome. And then we went, I've been looking for a new shop for about nine and a half months because we knew that we were starting to outgrow what I had. And it wasn't my dream. 
you know, I, I have this vision, yeah. Yeah. Of what I want to do. Um, and we were just out of space. Uh, it got to a point when I, and we're going to get into the, yeah. you know, um, growing different services and stuff. It, it got to a point to where I've come to a realization in this area, growing the dent side of the business is extremely difficult. I have uh, a guy that's I brought from the grass up. He does okay. Um, but I'm the guy in town that fixes everything. Everybody else says no. So I can't say, Hey, here's this roof that that's somebody jumped on. Have at it. Cause he's never yeah. going to fix it. Yeah. Um, so I've come to the realization that the dent side of my business is never going to be this big company. Like I wanted to have, you know, my dream was like 13, 15 guys and, and rocking and rolling. It's just never going to be there because my rate of quality and customer service is higher than a lot of the companies in the area. And I don't want to lose that. Even, even, even if you, even if you have poorer quality and lower numbers, it doesn't mean you can grow. I mean, no. I think honestly, as, as an industry in 2021, I think a lot of people have come to realize that. Um, yeah. And me included, I'm sitting in Washington right now, um, getting trained on how to add this particular service to my business. I brought somebody with me. He's going to be doing the application of Restore FX. I, I, I will be there as backup, but I won't be doing that every day. I'll still be fixing dents, yeah. um, just like you will, right? Because that's where we, that's where we can make the most money. But exactly. building a business with 10, 12, 14 dent guys, it's hard. I'm not saying it's impossible. No. Um, because I don't, I think there are very few things that are impossible, but fuck there's a lot of stuff that's easier <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it, it's i've had this conversation with matt moore and yeah i was like man i so it, it's different per geographic like i was talking to matt boyette today and he's in sunny florida and you know up in the northeast is different man it's very different yeah, we're, real so, real weather events yeah well how many how many guys does matt boyette have four right now you yeah, know, before. so, you know, uh, he's grown yeah, at I an mean, extremely fast rate. Um, yeah. But, you know, I, I sat there and, and I'm a big guy. I do a lot of high end cars and we were peeling the clear bra off on, on some of these cars that are fully clear broad. Yeah. And I was sending them after I fixed it. Then I was sending them to a guy that did clear bra. And my customers started calling me saying, hey, man, uh, he never called me back. You know, uh he never got back to me or, and I was like, it's starting now, to make cars, me look bad. Yeah. Their car's sitting with, you know, one panel missing a clear bra or whatever. Yeah. So I got to a point and I was like, I can't, this, this is starting to hurt RPS. Yeah. So I look at my wife, my wife's pretty involved with the business. Um, I, I, we talk about stuff all the time. She's the conservative one. I'm the let's jump out and in, in, in yeah. the highway yeah. and dodge traffic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was like, I'm going to do this. Yeah. So I reached out to all these companies to figure out who, what company I can carry. And one company called me back and I had an amazing conversation with uh, premium shield. They're out of Boston. Um, and we just clicked. Uh, and I was on the road and I was like, Shane, you're, you're going to learn PPF. And he's like, Oh, okay. We're going to figure this out. Um, and a good friend of mine that was a 16 year body tech, um, was at this body shop that just sold my old body shop. Um, he's a younger guy. He's in his, I think he's 36 or something. And I put an ad up and I was looking for a kid as a helper. So Shane will go yeah. to PPF. I would learn PPF and I would hire myself another helper. And he calls me and he's like, what's going on, man? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, you always told me you'd hire me if you had an opening. I was like, yeah, but I'm hiring like a $10 an hour helper. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I'm willing to take a pay cut. I see what you're building. I'm ready. And, and, and my vision, I'm friends with Ryan Friedland House from West Coast Customs. I've known him for a long time when I was big in the car show scene. Nice. And his thing was when he started growing, in his brain, he always had, I wanted to get a couple of my close friends and grow this thing together and always had that dream. So when Mike reached out and I was like, here's my chance, he's a good friend yeah. of mine. Let's do this. 
I'm like, do you want to learn PPF? Sure. So I hired him, brought him on, um, paid him more than $10 an hour, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which changed the element on the dent side because, um, he can take everything apart. Yeah. So, Hey, I need this door off this Porsche Cayenne. No problem. Hey, I need this door off this Aston Martin or Porsche or whatever. That's him. Yeah. So we added PPF, which is clear bras. If some of you guys don't know. Um, yeah. And it's a journey. You see the plastic film that you're putting on the car. So what, so that was the first other service you added. And that yes. was sparked because you were working on a lot of cars that had PPF. And then you were sending him to a guy. If he happened to call him back, I'm sure there was a little bit of like, if you did call him back and get it, did, were you paying for that or were you passing no. it through? Okay. But you knew how much it was. he was yeah. making. You're like, Oh yeah. shit, this guy's doing one panel for X, X hundreds or a thousand dollars. I don't know. Yeah. Um, for that. And so that's how you added it. What, what does that, what does that take? So training, um, upfront cost for like 30 K you, know, you got a 30 grand. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think people understand that too. Cause they like, I think restore effects is in the end, probably going to cost me about that after the licensing, the licensing, redoing my shop with the correct lighting, um, you know, dust extraction, uh, coming to training, hiring a person, buying the first set of material. It, it adds up. So, yeah. um, you know, get your debt business in a spot that you're sustaining. Uh, also probably have some money set aside. Yeah. And there's a <laughs> lot you're, you're going to learn. Like, yeah, I learned that temperature was a big thing. I didn't know this. I've never, this is a mm -hmm. new business for me. This is like me mm -hmm. opening up a, a Mexican restaurant and I don't eat Mexican food. It's the same thing. Yeah. 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 So yeah, we get in here sure. and air conditioning temperature, you know, uh, heat yeah. the temperature has yeah. to be correct if it's not you're struggling um i didn't know that i dove in 30k deep and was like we're gonna do this and yeah uh yeah we got a problem because my shop's not air conditioned yeah yep what'd you do there's another one there's put another ac light. in man put ac yeah, in that's it there you go what can yeah. you do you know um yeah and we've been doing extremely well with that i mean it um it took off. It was one of those things when I looked at my wife and I was like, this is going to hurt. Buckle up. It's going to hurt because yeah. we're going to do friends and family's cars first. Yeah. We did one, two friends and family's car and we were off to the races. Um, and we've been doing, thank God, you know, I look at a lot of things. I'm like, man, I can't believe this is happening, but we've done two cars a week since we started doing it in August. Yeah. Nice. And it's been great. Um, right now it's booked all the way out until January 17th, which is freaking awesome. Yeah. That's um, huge. the other thing I get a lot of questions cause I do a lot of hiring customers were, let me back up a little bit when you're in the dent business and you're, you're interested in getting into different services. The best thing you can do is listen to your customer there. Your customer is giving you your own answers. Telling you is so good. They're so like, they're like, here, here, this is what I'm asking of you. And you're before it's going right past you. You know, it's going right over your head. You're like, oh no, this guy down the street does window tint. This guy does PPF. They're asking you because there's a need. Mm -hmm. You're the guy, you're that guy that I wanted to be. And they're asking you, do you know anybody that does window tint? Yeah. And I was sending them down the road. Yeah. yeah. So what do I do now? I hire a guy from Texas. He flies up here for a week and does a one-on-one -on -one training with Mike. And now we window tint. And we're like, okay. Because the plotting machine that I cut the PPF with, I just bought another, uh, another computer and that'll plot the, the window tint. So it's yeah. the same machine that'll do both. And it's minimal expense yeah. with a huge profit margin. You know, yep. the window tint, you're in that 60 to 80% profit margin, depending on the car and whatever film you're using. So we get to another step in there and people are like, hey, can you ceramic coat that PPF? And I'm like, sure. Ceramic coating the PPF? Happen. We do it all the time. <laughs> what? We do it all the time. 
I thought it was, I thought it would be a lot of like either or, but they're just no, doing both. They're doing they're both, both, man. They're Damn. doing um, that's pretty cool. And a lot of guys are doing this too. I, I we just did a um, twenty two G sixty three G wagon, brand new, ninety miles yep. on it. We did PPF on the front half and the roof, and ceramic coated the rest of the car. Yep, that's what I would think. Yeah, but you didn't ceramic coat the PPF on that one. No, we did. Oh, you ceramic. Okay. Yeah. You did PPF on that half the car and then ceramic coated the whole car. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, so cool. you know, your, your physical customers telling you that there's a need yeah. for that service. Um, yeah. And I, I just hooked up uh, Gene Fetty and Dave Fisher. They went up to Premium Shield up yeah. in Boston and trained. And Dave Fisher and I have been talking and, and it was kind of like, he's like, bro, this is a lot easier than I thought. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's mm-hmm. like, the customer's bringing a new car to you for a dent. They obviously care about their car. And hey, have you ever heard of Clear Bra? And they're like, yeah. what, what is that? I'm like, yeah, oh, the Clear yeah. Protectant. And their first thing is, oh, that stuff that turns yellow and cracks? Yeah, and yeah, I'm like, yeah. No, that's old that technology. That was 10 years ago, yeah. That was the... That was the Nikon flip open phone with the pull antenna. Now we've got the yeah. iPhone. Um, yeah, and I, the best explanation for that type of service is, do you put a cell phone case on your phone? Yeah. And most people are like, yeah, I've got one right here. Same thing. Yeah. But this costs 1000 and that costs 50000 Yeah. Why wouldn't you protect it? Um, same thing with window tint and ceramic coatings. Um, it's an added service. It's really easy to sell when they come in. Um, a lot yeah. of it says physical education. Yeah. What's the, and what's the, you know, so the biggest benefit for you as far as, um, is adding the services is that less customers, higher tickets. Is that, yes. is that one of the, yeah. And not even that, I, I think adding the services also drives the dent business. I feel like my dent yeah. business has grown a little bit. Um, because the customers coming in for PPF, because they see it on the website or they, you know, see yeah. it on Google. Or a ceramic coating and they heard about it, you know, through TikTok like, or Instagram. You got this dent in your door. Yeah. Why don't we take care of that too? Boom. You got a sale and you didn't have to yeah. sell. Yeah. It's already um, there. Yeah. And they're already spending, you know, four or five grand on, you know, or thousand or whatever on ceramic coating, 1500. And then PPF, obviously, if they're going to do full cars, they're, you're yes. talking six, seven, eight, I think. Um, thousand and so you're like hey you want to fix the dent for 200 bucks <laughs> yeah uh yeah for sure i mean yeah. it, it, it makes it, sense. It, it and you get spiling customers you know i had a guy with a um what was it a c-class benz come in it was matt uh he came in for a dent repair and i said you don't have ppf on this and he's like no i thought about it but you know why do you do that and i'm like yeah sell them a front half ppf and then I'm like, how about, you know, another part of the business of the PPF that I added was tinning headlights and taillights with the PPF film. So there's a tinted film and you can put it on the reflectors. You can put it on the, you know, the little bumper reflectors. Yeah, yeah. So guys really like that. And it's, it's a quick money ticket. It looks yeah, yeah. really good. Um, so, you know, you look at the customer, you're like, hey, what if we tint these? Okay, how much for that? Give them that. How about for the window tint? How much for that? It's like a spiraling yeah. effect. It, yeah, it's yeah. scary because you're like, this guy's never going to spend the money, but they're so comfortable with you. Yeah. They know you're the yeah. dent guy. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's really what, I mean, that's, that's what it comes down to. Like, you know, I'll, I've talked about this for a year and a half or two. I know you have too, is like building an actual business and not, not just a job. So many of us have an amazing job with dent repair. We just, we, it is. It's you can the dollar per hour you can earn doing PDR is fantastic. Um, you know, maybe rivaled by P- PPF. I'm learning over the last few months, but um, not rivaled by much. <laughs> not rivaled by much. Um, but how do you build a business out of that? Can you have ten PDR techs? My dad's done it. There's other guys do, that have done it. It's tough to it's tough to sustain forever. Um, people want to leave, you know? Um, so how do you build a business? Right. And it could be this, the shop location, 
the multiple services, a really good PDR tech, and most likely that's to be the person listening to this to this podcast because most PDR techs and you're adding services, right? The services services of of replicable business opportunities, restore FX, PPF, window tinting. You don't need to train that person for two years before you have no. them fix a pretty tough dent on a body line, right? We're talking about a couple weeks. Granted, yeah. PPF probably several months of really doing it. You can nail the lots of trash. Yeah, I'm sure. Same with Restore FX. There's a lot of you know putting stuff on panels and being like, never mind, I don't like that. Taking it off and doing it again. So, but the point being, it's significantly easier than training a PDR tech. Hands yeah. down, it's scale. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. That's and that's the biggest thing. And that's the gear set in your brain. That's the mindset yeah. that you need to take. That's what took me. That took me of saying, I know my dent business is probably not going to get a whole lot bigger than this. Maybe one guy here, one guy there. Yeah. Yeah. I want to grow so bad that I needed to do this. Um, yeah. it, it, on the business end, it's an awesome profit, you know? Um, it, and I think it's made the RPS brand even stronger in my area because I do offer those, those, uh, you know, services. Um, and it, it's a weird time right now. You know, you've got COVID, you've got the chip shortage, you've got, uh-huh. it's just a really weird time. So a good friend of mine, and a lot of guys know him, Manny, Manny Lopez from Manny's PDR. Yep. Um, he kept telling me for a long time, Ryan, I'm telling you, you just need to get your own space. It's going to change your business. And I was like, man, I'm doing great. I don't pay rent. Like, I don't need, so I open up the shop and it explodes, right? And you always tell me, I told you so. I told you so. I'm a believer now. And, and, and what I'm a believer in, I feel like the guys that do have retail shops, PDR retail shops are so far ahead, okay? So far ahead in the future because I really think PDR shops in the next 10 years are going to look like the body shops to where there's a couple different PDR shops around and people are more educated now than they ever were before. And w- what I feel like with the retail facilities is it solidifies your business. You're not yeah. a gypsy in a parking lot, fixing a dent, yeah. nothing wrong with mobile. And I'm not hating on the mobile guys. I- I've been mobile for a long time and I'm still mobile. So have we, yeah. Um, but I really feel like having a physical building and a standalone facility changes your business plan. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and in ways that you don't even, that you don't even um, know yet. Right. For you, like you, 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 the reason to change your business just changes the way you think about your business and the profession professionalism of it. Um, maybe you outgrow the space, maybe, you're not busy enough. So you add a service, like what you're, you're the way you picture your business changes. Um, and, and that's the, that's the cool thing. Um, and that's what happened for you. Like you, you, you can't, well, you can't do restore effects without a shop, probably not PPF either. Right. Climate controlled can't be in the, can't be out in the sun with dust underneath there and shit like that. Right. So even, yeah, it changes the same with restore effects. It changes the option. It changes the way that you, you, if you were just a mobile guy fixing dents and you had to remove PPF, you never would have even thought no. I should add PPF because you, no. you would have had to get a shop and a whole different commitment. Um, and so, yeah, putting yourself in that situation does change the way you see it. And, and honestly, I would, I would like a thousand square foot shop or, or rent, rent part of a place from somebody or, or do something like that. That's probably the play, probably the way to start. Honestly, I think that, that was, is the way to go. For me, it was just kind of, dumb chance kind of, you know, that space fell mm-hmm. into and the yeah. location of it being connected to the chemical guys was huge. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. But the craziest thing is all summer PPF took off way faster than I expected. And I'm back to having a shop and I'm outside working because it's yeah. air conditioned and he has two cars inside doing PPF. Yeah. I'm yeah, the, yeah. The guy that's paying the bill and I'm out front fixing cards again. Yeah. Sitting Not under a, a mobile tech shade or something. <laughs> exactly. Um, um, but that's, I mean, that's part of it. And so now the wheels start turning again. Like now what do I add? Do I grow space? Do I book out further? What do you do? Uh, 
a thing I, I was always told by guys that are really successful that I'm friends with that have businesses and multiple businesses, you know, when it's time, don't force it. Um, and that's what it was. It, it was August. It's hot as hell out here in August. And I'm outside underneath my mobile tech shade with my two MB one car. Just installed in an air conditioner. Lot. Yes. Just installed an air conditioner in your shop that you don't get to use. <laughs> I go in and he's like, oh man, it's so nice in here. And I'm like sweating through my shirt. And I'm like, you know, I, I see you. I see you. Yeah. But keep yeah. doing what you're doing because we're doing okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we started looking for another location. Um, about seven to nine months. Um, ups and downs. So if you guys are looking for a PDR location, it is an extremely difficult situation, at least in Maryland, um, with county zoning things, you know, PDR falls into a lot of auto body zonings and weird well, our, stuff. I mean, our, our, you know, our, um, what the hell is that number called? The number nine, one, one, two, whatever it is, our classification of a business is a body shop. Like, so it's hard. People think of us, they think we're chemicals, hazmat, painting, fluids, like we're changing oil or something. They don't know. You have to like go in front of an act of Congress to understand what you do. Um, But I learned. This is another part of. That's a good tip. Give it to us. How I learned. Yeah. This part of the industry of the reality side of physically getting a business, you know, building was I opened up a whole nother company. Okay. So in Maryland, zoning is different throughout the country. Right. Yeah. In Maryland, auto body is considered C4 property. Well, any C4 here in Maryland, you're looking at 10,000 a month or more. Crazy numbers, 10 to 15K a month because they consider it an auto body. Yes. It's expensive. Um, couldn't find anything for one. There's not any available. Did a ton of research, dealt with real estate attorneys and all this crazy stuff. And really did. I, I learned again, here's another thing I dove in deep to really educate myself. I opened up a detail business. So RPS auto detailing that put me in a different classification. So what it did was it opened up, I could rent a W2, a W4, or an industry, industrial space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Done. What doesn't mean that I'm doing body work in there. The yeah. RPS yeah. dent specialist that shows in the door and fixes a dent. Yeah, yeah. So you find your loopholes to make things work. Um, that's awesome, dude. That's really creative. Honestly, that's it, 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 that's great. And honestly, we, I mean, we do, we're, we're less, we're less invasive to the shop than a detail company. We are the, one of the cleanest automotive industries that yeah. can be out there. That's what I kept telling realtors. And, yeah. you know, they're like, you're automotive. I can't rent to you. I was like, you do know the worst chemical that I use is 70% alcohol and yeah. you can drink it. Yeah. And yeah. Like, yeah. You know, they look at you like, is this guy crazy? Is this, how, much of, how much of this alcohol does this guy drink? <laughs> so, you know, um, it, I, I think, it, I think, uh, we, when we got ours, we were talking to, uh, we, we try to put ourselves in the same classification classification as a stereo shop. Yes. You know, that's and our, our zoning is way different than, than yours, but, yeah. um, yeah, like, you know, we take some door panels off, we mess around inside the door panel, put the door panel back on, um, pull it back out. You know, that's what a stereo shop does, right? Yeah. And they, they have a whole different classification as us. Yeah. Um, so anyways, that's, that's a good tip. But uh, I know that you, what, you've had this shop for a year? Yeah. A little over a year? And, and added we've been... PPF, added window tinting, um, and now you're looking at more, right? Yeah, so we, uh, about a month ago, I signed a lease on a 3,700 square foot space that was directly across the street from my space that I had now, um, right on the main street. It's a great location. And it's one of those locations in that area that it was a plumbing supply warehouse. So it was their showroom. Um, and everybody in the area knows what it, where it is. If you're like, Oh, it's Thomas Somerville showroom. They're like, Oh yeah, I know right where that is. So, Ah, 
It's a great location. Um, I'm keeping my current location. For one, the street traffic, uh, the physical walk-ins there has been off the hook. Um, yeah. Uh, and when we were talking about the Google that, that vanished all summer, September 14th, popped, showed back up like it never was gone. Are you serious? Just out of the blue, exploded, and the phone was even busier than it was. Um, so good. So it, everything happens for a reason. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, the new location will be doing window tint, ceramic coating, paint correction, uh, dense PPF. Um, and then I'm keeping the location that I'm in now and I'm going to hire a full-time detailer to be in that location. Yeah. So you're, you're doing everything now. Yeah. Within a year and a half of opening the shop, just doing dents, you're doing in. it all. We're doing That's all awesome. in. So I said to my wife, I said, she's like, you know, we did PPF. It's an expensive venture. You drop 30 K yeah. I'm nowhere near getting my money all back out of it. Um, and the cost of materials expensive, you know, a roll of PPF, 1500, 2000 bucks right off the bat, just for the roll. Yeah. Um, then I added window tint and we're and buying you throw half of it away. Yeah. We buy window tint. It's, it's 200 to 500 a roll, depending on what lines you're using. Um, yeah. And now I'm like, okay, we're going to rent this building and I'm going to drop 50 K before we walk in the front door to and renovate. Like, the thing. What is going on? Yeah. Where is happening? And we don't know what oh the winter is going to be. You know, you look at times now, like yeah. I've never been this busy for dents yeah. ever. Um, not counting the PPF and the window tent and my slowest months are coming up, which are January and February, the slowest months yeah. on record, but is it going to be? We don't know. It's a new business. Everything's new right now. All your old business stuff is gone. Yep. Since COVID, you're starting over because times are just different. It's, it's, it's different, dude. Yeah. I mean, you know that. You really know that if you're a wholesale technician. Like if you do wholesale cars as your main point, a main revenue stream, like you know your whole business is different because there's half the cars, a third of the cars, less yeah. than that. Um, but there's more gross in the cars. So yeah. now uh, the only thing that if you are a retail tech and you're trying to open up a shop location in your thought, people aren't going to come to me. Yeah. I've always offered mobile. They're not going to come to yeah. me. Like you're going to lose customers. No, you're not. If you lose one or two customers, they were never your customer anyway. And I'm a true believer. Like it took a long time for me to convince my wife to sit back and, and, and believe my process here and say, trust me, they're going to come. And it's funny. Cause like three weeks ago we were talking about it. And she's like, your retail is off the hook. And I'm like, yeah. it is. And people are driving 45 minutes to an hour to come to me when I would usually yeah. go to them. Yeah. Huge dude. So don't think that the yeah. customer is not going to come to you. Um, and I, I hate to say this, but some of the retail jobs that are out there, I, I charge a little more to go to them. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You know, and you should, and you should at that point now, now you got to pack up your tools from the shop, put them in the truck, drive out there, unpack them, fix the dent, drive back. It's more expensive. I mean, and I think that's smart that, thing to do I is think, have two sets of tools. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> yes. Yes. But that's expensive too, though. Yeah. That's expensive too. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to have the same set of tools as you're doing yeah. everything in the shop, but you know, you can get away with a few thousand bucks. But um, customer doesn't necessarily know that you don't have to pack up your shit yeah. and out there. But I think that's where it's going to go. Honestly, looking down the road, like you said earlier, um, PDR shops still do house calls, but there'll be a charge for it. Whether it's mm -hmm. a flat rate charge, um, per mile charge, or something like that it's going to be like if you want to make if you want me to leave here to go to you i'll do it that's fine but it's it's a, it's an additional cost now yeah. on top of the price guide cost and and it should things, be. i mean yeah. in our business it's so unique you know you yeah. I, there's some heavy hitters in this area that do ppf that get the car straight from porsche straight from tesla yeah, they crush sure. it they do detailing they do window tint they do ceramic yep. coatings yep but they don't have a dent guy. But they don't do dents, man. And that's then they never will. And they never will. 
they just use a guy like me that would come in and fix it. Yeah. So, it, you know, uh, Matt Moore is, I've reached out to him and bugged the crap out of him for a lot of months. And, um, you know, he's kept saying, I'm like, how, how did you figure this out? He's like faking it till I can make it. And that's what yeah. happens, man. You get to a point when you're, man, I just dropped 30 K. You know how it is. Yeah. You're dropping all this money. Yeah. Minute, is this going to work? Right is this going to yeah. work? I don't know. You know what it is? Yes, it is. Cause I'm going to, I'm going to figure sure it out. It does. You're going to figure it yeah. out. You know what I mean? What's yeah. the worst that's going to happen? What's 30 K at the end of the day? Yeah. At it's the end of life. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just money. Yeah. You know, um, you if you, what, what, what's the, what's the scariest part of it that if it's not, if it's not spending the money for you, what's the scariest part of doing it? Is it like, is it like hiring other people, inventory management? Now you're like PDR. There's no inventory management. You just showed up and it is a lot wave some metal yeah. rods around, but now you got PPF tint. Like what, what's the, not the scariest part. What's the hardest part of doing all that now? Matt Moore's got a perfect platform. I keep going to Matt Moore because he does a really, no, really yeah, good we job. All, we all do, dude. Yeah. He ha- has put the right people in place so he doesn't have to do. Yeah. I don't have that right now. I'm a very reserved and calculated person. Mm-hmm. I do when I need to do. Um, it is very difficult balancing three separate businesses right now. Yeah. I consider window tint as a separate business. PPF is a separate business and dent repair a separate business because they all have their own schedules. So you're carrying three guys, three different schedules. Everybody has to be in sync. It's been working. Um, I do a lot of it manually uh, and a lot of it's making the right processes, putting the right processes. And I, I never believed in systems. I never really believed yeah. that. You're like, oh, it's a catchy word. But like, no, now you're like, oh, I see the system part now. <laughs> yeah, like I said to my wife, I was like, she's like, I ordered some stuff on Amazon. She's like, what are you using that for? And I was like, this is what my plan is. Car comes in. Everybody needs to be on the same page. Okay. Yeah. Right now, I'm driving the bus. They're just open and closing the door. Yeah, yeah. And I said, every car that comes in gets a work order, Mobile Tech RX, exactly what it's getting, window tint, 5%, this and that. They print it out. They put it in a jacket with the keys, go in the back of the shop. Everybody knows this color code is for this. This color code's for this means multiple services. Putting these processes, and we just started that at my shop so we can get practice for when we open the shop in March. The bigger one, yeah, yeah. Um, That's awesome. so it's processes and systems, man. I, I used to hate on it. Cause I was like, man, you don't need that. Just, just, yeah. I'm, I'm, and, f- and honestly do it before you need it. Yeah. I'm, I, I have, I've had, had that stuff and we, I'm quite frankly, we don't even, we don't even need it. Honestly, we're not, we don't have three different businesses and cars dropping off for this. This one needs a tent and PDF, PPF. This one is PDR and PP. Like we don't have that. But like it's I I've created them because I it, I know that someday I will and so that's what I would say now is like sit and write down what you do if you have a shop write down your process for opening the shop and then write down your process for closing the shop and then write down your process for when a car gets there and like write those things down because one day when you're busy and you add services you will be glad that you did that I'm actually talking about that at MTE in the end of January system okay. processes or system uh, and scaling system and scaling your business so and it's, it's so it's it's a difficult thing and it's stressful but you figure out what works for you mm-hmm. you know I I get ahead of myself sometimes because I'm like the dent business is going like it's yeah. it's running it's doing its thing it's kind of like a a train that's headed across the country and it's just chugging along. And then I'm like, I need to push the window tent. I've got so much money in window tent. I really yeah. haven't pushed yeah. it, but I don't want to be a window tent company. You know what I mean? Um, right, so, right. Yeah. It's just additional. So, okay. So if you were to do something different now that you've basically added all the services, <laughs> PPF, ceramic coat, window tinting, um, PDR, uh, tinting headlights, taillights, um, all that stuff. You probably, probably throw some touch up on a car if you have to also, I would mm-hmm. imagine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, yeah. And a lot of it's for me, 
I'm, I'm back to that calculated, really thought out. Yeah. Sometimes I think it, it, I'm a little more reserved than I should be. Take it slow. Yeah. I was going to say, if you were going to do something different, what would you do? Like you added, would you, would you add the services? Would you like add the PPF and like, so like even the good and then what would, even the ceramic coatings and the detailing into the business, I haven't posted a whole lot about it. I haven't pushed it. It's not on my website. The quality that I expect out of my guys. Yeah. I will rip a a PPF piece off a car, even though if, it, if it's costing me $150, I will rip it off and do it 10 times till it's right. That's just my mentality because that's my name. You know exactly what I'm talking about. And a lot of the guys yeah, that are I, listening I will. That. Yeah, they know. I try to master this, get this part of the business running, then move on to the next one. Because if you take them all together, bro, you're going to struggle. So you, you actually offer, you're, you offer the services now because you've kind of, it's kind of like naturally gotten yourself in that place, the PPF guy. And then the other guy's like, Oh, hire me. And then, so you, yeah. so you, you've kind of, do you think you moved a little bit fast and now you need to take it one by one? I, I moved yeah. fast, um, yeah. but I can control the fastness too. So okay. yeah, the dense side's running, doing its thing. Yeah. That's the that's PPF. The I made a push. It's running really, really well. Busy. We just added the window tint. Yeah. Not on the website, not pushing it on Facebook, not doing any it'll, of that yet. Yeah. I wanted to get PPF to where it's really running and smooth. And he's got a system of, okay, we need to order this film. We need to do this. This, yeah. all yeah. of that has to be right. Then we moved to the window tint. He got his training. I got my window tint supplier set up. I got all the tools in the next couple weeks you'll start seeing window tint pop out um the yeah. ceramic coatings i'm adding i've added and it's already internal i just don't push on social media i add it as the customer comes in as one of my existing customers sure sure that That's will awesome. be my next step and then the detailing end um a lot of it's going to depend on the new location because i'm going to try to blow it out um yeah since that location is actually named something a little different um and a lot of it's because some of my customers were like, I don't understand if you're doing PPF, why are you a dent specialist? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, really? Like, I mean, that, I mean, uh, to go, to go to Matt Moore again is easy dent out spot now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm now sure RPS auto specialist. There you go. Yeah. Not dent specialist. You're auto specialist. Yeah. So, um, you know, you have to shift those things. Um, and a lot of that is easy because yeah. Buying trade names for your, like in the state of Maryland, it cost me $35 to add RPS auto specialist to, to the business name. As it is a DBA or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah. um, I would just pump the brakes and really think about what service you want to add first that works with your business. But a lot of it's your customers going to give you your answers. Yeah. 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 Listen to your customers. What are they asking you for? Yeah. What are they asking you for? Dude, that's awesome, man. I, I really appreciate you sharing that. I, I actually don't think I knew that you were like this much in the middle of doing all of all of it. Like yes. you had the shop a year and a half, opening up another shop, adding P, all the things. So hopefully if you've considered those things, um, you guys have heard me talk about it. Other podcasts have talked about talked about it too. If you're considering adding, hopefully Ryan gave you some insight on kind of how to do it, what to look for. Listen to your customers because they're telling you what they want from you. Um, if you we kind of touched on a little bit, but where do you see like the future of our industry going? Maybe the, maybe the answer is self-explanatory, but it is. Um, and, and we touch base on it. Like yeah. if you have a retail facility, add the services. I think that's what it's going to yep. be because mm -hmm. we make great money being Dentex and we, we do a lot of really good stuff, but I think adding services really helps propel and, and, your profit margin is huge. Yeah. So if you if you have the retail facility, have the services, that's what we're doing. That's what Ryan's doing. A lot of people across the country. What point, I'm going to go way back now. I probably should ask this. What point do you think they should be at to get the retail facility? Gross income per month. Like what, like if you started and you're six months in and you're doing three grand a month, you probably shouldn't get a $1,500 shop payment. You should not get a, you should not do that. Where do you need, where does your business need to be? 
That's a tough question, Corey. It is a tough question. I don't think I, I, don't know I, if I have an answer. Well, I do. I think answer. we go back to you know when it's when it's time, and it's what it, some of these guys don't don't want to do it. I don't think Bryce Kelly wants to the, have a facility. He does. No, I agree. He does not. Yeah. So I, I think it's all in what your business plan is, um, and some of that is. I always. I, when I started this thing, I did it on the fly. I'm just a dent guy, yeah. you know, and then we started growing and everybody's like, my buddy's like, do you have a business plan? I'm like, yeah, what the, what the hell is a business like a, plan? Yeah. Business plan, make a lot of money and fix dents. Like what? <laughs> you need that. And, yeah. and the thing that I learned is when you write it down, it means real shit then. Yeah. It's like, Not, Hey, this yeah. is my vision. When you write it down, it's real. So create your yeah. business plan. Even if you have dreams, write down, okay, in the next two years, I want to do this. In the next five years, I want to do this. We need to be at this amount this year. You know what I mean? Just kind of put goals for yourself. Yeah. Even if you don't hit them, times are different. Guys are struggling. Um, yep. But what, 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 what point should you be to open a shop? You're just saying you'll know. You'll know. You'll know. It depends. If you were working in a, in a snowy state, maybe it's quicker than than if you're working sure. in California. Florida. Your clientele too. Um, back yeah. to listen to your customer. Yeah. If a lot of them are like, "Do I bring the car to you? Do I?" Yeah. Okay. You know. Um, you're just like yep. <laughs> your area. Um, start small. You know, you get a lot of these guys that I know PDR Tech right now that that. I'm not going to name his name, uh, open up a retail facility and was only there one or two days a month. Yeah. And I'm like, he's like, what do you think? And I'm like, ah, bro, I don't, I don't know. You know, and he's yeah, giving that space up, but I just make sure it's right for you. It all sounds great and gory. It, it does. Everybody's like, man, it's yeah. a bomb. I got a retail shop. I got this. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, yeah. There's a lot of responsibility, man. It's a it's a real business, and you got payroll, big payroll. You got yeah, you got inventory County management, involved, fire yeah. inspection. Yeah. You know, there's there's a lot there's a lot to it. Um, and you need to be there, and I've learned yeah. that. Um, yeah. you know, because before I was running the shop, before Mikey came on board, I was running the shop mobile and had appointment only at the door, and people would get pissed off. Cause they yeah. drove there because Google, you can't put this location is by appointment only. Nope. <laughs> um, so a lot of it, you, you, you need somebody there. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. Um, and there's nuances to all of it. If you, if you want to talk about it, um, I'm more than happy to hop on a call. I'm guessing Ryan would be as yeah. well. Um, if you, can you um, promote your show a little bit for people sure, who have not sure. heard about your show um, so, as we wrap up here? We do a, a live show on Facebook and YouTube called the Dent Digest. Um, yeah. Just kind of some interviews on guys. Corey's been on there. It's been a lot of guys yeah. uh, on there. It's 100, you know 100 what? plus, right? Huh? 100 plus episodes? Yeah, we're, I think we're at 119 this week. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's been a grind. Uh, but it's, it, for me, my, everybody asks me, why do you do this? Same thing with you. Like you look at it, you're like, why do you do this? I enjoy it. Yeah. I enjoy being able to give back. Um, and I told my wife, I said, she goes, when are you going to quit? When, when do you think you'll quit? And I said, when I'm down to one or two people watching, I'll quit. Yeah. But you yeah. poor bastards keep watching every week. You know I know. I mean? Yeah. So, come on. <laughs> um, but it's been good. It's awesome. been uh, therapeutic for me. Um, and I think a lot of guys just enjoy it's just like all of us you know like we can go to mt and we can all talk for five hours at a bar or a restaurant about dents how many dents do we need to talk about but yeah we all in this industry talk about the people understand each other yeah I, I think i think looking back like as far as for me me doing it um i think i just wanted to meet all the people and really get to know them and um so I made a podcast doing that <laughs> That's yeah. essentially is what I did. It's like pretty tough for me to just call like, Hey Ryan, can I call you on the Tuesday um, at six and we could just chat for an hour and you're like, oh, I'm kind of busy, but it's a podcast. I don't know for other people. It works. Um, I still so, would have chatted for know. an hour. 
I know, I know. Not everybody would. Um, <laughs> but, but no, anyway, go it's... check out Ryan's show Thursday live, which is cool because there's interaction. Mine's pre-recorded and then put out into the world, and no one gets to tell me whether they like it or not, which is maybe better. Um, <laughs> maybe better. <laughs> maybe better. But Ryan's is live. What's cool is like more interaction, um, and you'll actually, you know, respond to the to the comments coming in. Um, so what's the best way go follow that Facebook page, right? Is the best way yeah, it's, to, it's, to get, yeah. It's Ryan shut is that I run it underneath my personal. And the reason I do that, right. and actually John highly reached out to me and he was like, bro, that was so smart of you. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, you're not in a group. People don't need permission to comment. Yeah. You don't have to like the page or anything. And your customers were watching. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. So, and I go to some of my shops and I'm like, bro, I love that guy, Corey. Like, yeah, that yeah. dude's so cool, you know? And, and yeah, yeah. so, so they can go to our Ryan, Ryan Shud on, on Facebook um, or RPS Dent Specialist on YouTube. Um, and uh, Manny, Manny's my partner over there. So Manny Lopez, Manny's PDR has been on with me for a couple of weeks and we've got a really good dynamic. A lot of guys reached out and they were like, bro, I love it with you too. We you two just clicked and yeah, I caught and, one. I caught one of those. Yeah, for sure. That's you guys. I should have Manny on the podcast. Actually, he's got a good shop down there too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's awesome. Go check out Ryan's show Thursday. Um, you know, at six. It's at six o'clock, Mike. Wait, what time is it? Nine. It's nine o'clock Eastern, Eastern. Standard. So Eastern. Six, yeah, six yeah. my time. Yeah, nine Eastern, six Pacific, and then go go throw a comment at Ryan. <laughs> Yeah, man. It's been I fun, Corey. Yeah. On, dude. Um, 100. I'm, I'm really happy. I got to learn more about, about your business. I'm super excited for you to open up that, that big shop and, and crush that too. And uh, are you going to MTE? I am. Sweet. In the midst of all that. Nice. You know what? It's been two years, dude. Like I've wanted yeah. to go and, and have it's it gonna, go. As long as the a, shit doesn't hit the fan, as long as the shit doesn't hit the fan over there, I've got different contractors and yeah. But we'll, uh, I, I need some, I need some dent guy love in my life. So yeah, right, for sure. Well, I look forward to meeting you in person after Definitely. all the conversations we've had on the phone. So, um, I appreciate you sharing your story with everybody and, uh, we'll see you all next week. Sounds good, man. See you guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of the PDR Coach Podcast. If you got any value from this podcast and want to do something for me, then the best way to do that is to subscribe to the podcast and give me a rating and review. If you want to know more about me, then you can find me on Instagram by searching for the PDR Coach or find me on my website at coachcoreyk.com, C-O-R-Y-K.com. Thank you for listening and I'll be back next week.